Warning, the show you're about to listen to is real as fuck. If real as fuck offends you, please go to another podcast. You're listening to Mika Knows Unfiltered. Hey y'all, what's up? It's me, Mika Knows, and welcome back to another episode of Mika Knows Unfiltered. How y'all doing? <laughs> How you doing? Wendy voice. How you doing? Let's not hate what she does that. Doesn't it sound like someone that has to like yawn, but they're still trying to talk while they're yawning? Like, How you doing? <laughs> but um, yeah, y'all, I have been in bad shape mentally this week i know some of you that interact with me on social media y'all are like oh my gosh she's so happy she's so jolly well i'm fat and jolly yes but um this struggle going on with this virus is is beyond anything i've ever seen in my adult lifetime I've never been so unemployed. Like when I first decided to be self-employed, I had so many hustles, I could barely come home, okay? I don't know who is blasting their music outside, but this ain't that type of neighborhood. I mean, it's a trailer park, but you know, I we don't have that music issue here. I wish they would move. Anyway, um, yeah, so like, you know, ever since I've been self-employed, I've never had a hard time getting money. I've, you know, I had like six things I was doing. And if one wasn't busy one day, I would switch to the other. And if that wasn't busy, I would switch to the other. And now I don't know if it's just a pandemic or if I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the pandemic, but people are just taking over everything. I mean, it's not even... I I can't secure a block for Amazon Flex, even though I was the queen of securing blocks before this whole thing started. All the Uber drivers, Uber's been pushing people towards Amazon. Now it's oversaturated. Like Amazon, you know how much work you have to give out. Stop accepting new people. I mean, I get it. They need to work too. But it's like, I was already here. I should already, I should always have a block. Now I got to play snatch and grab with other people, which I've been unsuccessful at getting a delivery block since this started. So, well, not since it, the virus started, but since this whole quarantine thing started and people started switching. Um, with Uber, of course, I haven't been driving. With Lyft, of course, I haven't been driving because who's about to drive around sick people? Once that Lyft driver, you know, um, got infected and died, I was certain that I was not going back to Lyft. And it doesn't matter anyway because business is way down. Um, there's a lot of things that I was doing that now are just not successful. The grocery shopping is horrible. Instacart and freaking shipped. It was great at first, of course, when there was a limited amount of people doing it. But now it's like the only orders left behind are the stupid ones where they're requesting like 60 items and 30 of them aren't even in stock. Like this is so ridiculous. I've never seen my money well so dry, but I'm not going to complain because I still have my health 
and hopefully I keep my health and I'm still hopeful. But with the decrease in funds, I've applied to unemployment. Um, Since the new CARE Act passed, they've allowed self-employed people, if they see a decrease in funds or if they're no longer able to get sufficient amount of work, they've allowed them to file for unemployment. So I was like, hey, I normally don't trust the government, but let me go ahead and try. So I did. And... It's been a nightmare, y'all. I will never talk about another person getting unemployment. I know in the past, I'm sure y'all are like me. Y'all used to turn your little noses up because you getting money. You got everything you need. You don't understand why anyone would depend on the government. Let me tell y'all, it is a freaking struggle. I don't know if it's just because I'm self-employed trying to do it or if this is the normal procedure, but it is bullshit. Okay. It is bullshit. So let me take you through how everything went. I stopped officially doing the side hustles on the 18th when everything got serious in the state. You know, we had certain limits of how close we could be to people. So I stopped. Um, once I stopped, I started, you know, doing things for my mom for money. She needed help moving. She needed help doing this. So I didn't file for unemployment then because I was still able to bring income in. So I bring income in, yada, yada, yada. And then I'm like, all right, let me, let me try to do the food delivery. Man, I'm sitting there chasing $8 food deliveries all over the freaking city And it's like, I can't even earn enough to cover the damage being done to my vehicle. My vehicle now makes a rattle. It got a little rattle now. I mean, I've been driving it pretty hard, doing all these hustles, but I don't want to drive it into the ground right now. And, you know, so I was like, all right, none of this is working. I can't get a, a block for Amazon. I can't do any of this for some strange reason. I didn't know at the time it was oversaturated and that Uber was pushing people towards Amazon because I was doing it already. But, um, yeah, so I go ahead and I file for unemployment. This is March 27th. Um, and you know, the process was pretty easy or so I thought. So then they have like four pending issues up there for me. But I'm like, um, you know, self-employed and able and available to work, you know, for both things, Uber and Lyft, they're, they're probably just like, oh, you know, we got to do it. There was nothing I could do for it. It said in the little instructions, click the link to each issue to see what you could submit to do this, yada, yada, yada. Click the issues. There's nothing that you can submit. There's nothing. It's like pending resolution. So I'm like, okay, they're going to resolve this pretty quickly. Probably they don't want people out here broke. So, you know, I'm just at home finding things to do, applying to different jobs, looking for other hustles that I can do from the comfort and the safety of my home, the disease free environment of my home. So I'm not getting any responses and I get it. A lot of employers aren't really responding because they're out of the office at the moment and they're not able to conduct interviews and things like that. But there were at-home positions I applied to and I bet they're oversaturated as well. But I'm still applying, you know what I mean? Because you don't just bow down or bow, you know, and accept defeat. You know, you apply. While you're waiting for unemployment, you're supposed to apply. Even when they waive the two searches, I still apply because ultimately I don't want to depend on the government for my money because they are finicky. They are flip-floppy. I've seen it with everyone else and now it's happening to me. So I'm still applying, still applying. I wasn't able to certify the first week. There was no link. Second week, 
boom, there's a link. And I'm like, yeah, this is about to get started. You know what I'm saying? So I go ahead and file my claim. You know, I'm waiting for them to ask me for proof of how I've been applying because I got emails from Career Builder. I've been searching on their website and applying to their people. I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm not going to get my benefits started because, you know, I'm a legal person. Like, I always follow the law. I pay my taxes. I work. I don't try to exploit the system. So I'm like, yeah, no problem. They're going to give me my money. So after that first weekly claim, nothing. And I'm just like, okay, okay, you know, well, at least I'll get the, at least I'll get the stimulus check, right? No, because I owed on my federal taxes. So the IRS didn't have my uh, direct deposit information. Um, I got a refund for state taxes, but I owed on federal. So they didn't have my information. I'm like, dang, man, now I don't have this 1200. Like something's got to give, like my money's getting low and the money I earned from my mother, who I'm sure overpaid me to compensate for this situation. Um, it was dwindling down. You know, I had different bills that I had to pay. And so now I'm like, all right, all right, I'm just going to keep being me, keep being legal, keep doing what I do. Cause you know. It is my country. I do what I do for my country. You know, I make my money and I pay my taxes. I'm a, you know, I don't try to beat the system. I don't foul nobody's kids. I don't try to be lazy and do all this other shit that I've seen everybody and their mama, literally their mama do. So I, um, I go ahead and the, the third week comes. Now this is the third week from, no, no, no. This is the second week. Well, this is the onset of the third week. So the third week come, but it's the second week for me to file the claim. So I file the weekly claim, you know, as I said, I apply for jobs every day. I'm about to apply for some as soon as I get off of here, if there's any new work at home jobs. The only reason I prefer work at home is because I'm not trying to be at risk. And a lot of these call centers have sent people home anyway. And I've seen a lot of at home positions. It's just that like on Indeed, when it tells you how many people have applied to stuff, there's been a lot of people applying. So I'm, you know, and then I'm, you know, I resigned from my last job back in November. So I'm sure they're looking at my resume like, girl, you just quit your job back in November. Like what you, what you want from me? You going to quit on me? So, you know, I'm trying to make my resume look as good as possible because again, this money's not coming in. So I'm applying and I, I do my weekly claim. This is the third week, the onset of the third week since I filed the second week of filing and nothing, no benefits, no nothing, um, but progress. My issue had gone, my pending issues that were delaying payment. If you, if you've ever been on the website, you know what that means, um, have gone down from four to three. So I'm like, all right, they're starting to resolve my issues. Surely they didn't just resolve one and go away from my account. Surely they're going to resolve all of them. No such luck. Um, so I, you know, didn't get paid that week either. And then, you know, finally, uh, there was a message going out. We don't have the funds. We don't have guidance from the federal government. Once we get that, we'll get everyone their money. We'll approve the ones that weren't approved. And I still had to got my eligibility letter, but they started letting me file weekly claims. So I was like, surely that means I'm eligible. Um, so then I get an eligibility letter. Like I get one that says, Hey, you eligible girl, we going to send you some money, girl. Don't worry us coming to the rescue. And I say us cause us, <laughs> us coming to the rescue, right? Man, let me tell you. So then I go on the site. I'm like, well, they send me this letter 
surely they got the issues resolved. I go on the site and there was progress. There were three issues, right? After that second week of claiming. Now it's down to two issues. But I'm like, they just told me I was eligible, so I'll still get money. So I do my searches, you know, do my searches. Um, You know what's funny? I've gotten so many um, job offers. Like, I've gotten so many resumes submitted. Well, one resume, but submitted to so many different jobs. And the only people that have contacted me have been people that I've not even applied to. Trying to get me for outbound sales. Um, and when I say outbound, it's not outbound calls. They want you door to door selling. Who wants me going door to door in the middle of a pandemic? And who, what? And I didn't even apply to you. No, no. They were like, Hey, we invite you to apply for this salesman, this sales position, yada, yada, yada. I had like three of those in my email, right? No, I'm not applying for that. I'm going to apply for the job that I want to do. So I'm still applying for the at-home customer service, running low, of course. And there's some contractor sites I knew of that did work from home. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm self-employed anyway. Might as well sign up for them. I got to count my own taxes and take them out anyway. So then I go to these sites and I start applying for them, not hearing anything back still. So... Sunday marked the end of the last week, right? So that's like my third. So this is my third claim, my third weekly claim. And I go online and I realize that in the weekly claim questions, one of the questions is missing. So I'm like, oh, because it normally asks you, were you able to search for work? And I always click yes. And then they verify that with your work search because um, you have to go through it. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not submitting this crap. So let me hold on. So I go on Facebook instantly, watch everybody complaining and stuff, reading what they know. You know, quiet as is kept. All those complaints, even the ones that seem a little dramatic, they have info in them because you can compare if what's going on with them is also going on with you. So I go on there and I see that everybody's having that same issue where the question is missing and it keeps marking us as you did not search for work full time or da 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 so I'm like, all right. And people were saying they submitted it and there was no problem. So I submitted it and it didn't create another pending issue, but my two pending issues are still there. So I'm like, I bet you this shit messes with the damn claim this week. I bet I don't even get paid. And what do you know? It updates at the end of the night and it says payout. No. So I'm still not getting a payout. And this whole thing has been frustrated. No one answers the phone except for people that can't access your information. When you tell them, hey, I need you to have access to my information. They say, hold on, let me transfer you to someone else. Then while you're on hold waiting for that someone else, the phone hangs up. Listen, I'm not saying that these people are giving us the runaround. Yes, I am. They're giving us the fucking runaround. And I don't know if this is how it normally goes, but I tell y'all one thing. This is the most frustrating. I can see, and I don't want to condone any violence, but I can see why people are out here acting a plum fool, trying to get money, robbing people, doing all this stuff. Because when you try to be legit, it does not work. When you report the facts and you do everything you're supposed to do, it does not work. 
And it's hard. It's hard knowing that unlike your little cousin over there who's filing unemployment and working under the table or other than your brother who is not my brother, not my cousin. But I'm just saying, like, other than your brother who's sitting there exploiting the system or, you know, for some of y'all, y'all mamas, y'all see y'all mamas not even working, exploiting the system, not even trying to work. They getting all these benefits from the government, not even doing anything. But you thinking like, oh, I do everything right. Surely if I ever need them, they're going to help me. Fuck no. That's not how it goes. So right now y'all are listening to a fed up citizen who's always paid her taxes, never defaulted on any balance I owe the IRS or defaulted on student loans. I pay my bills. Sometimes I pay bills late because I mean, I'm human, but I pay them and I do everything. I'm not out here racking up debt just to be just to get it wiped off i'm not out here claiming kids that aren't mine that i don't even provide for i'm not out here doing any of this nonsense and yet i feel like i'm being punished and i get it they're they're dealing with so many claims now because there's a large self-employed community in south carolina believe it or not people who are tired of the day-to-day nine to five and they want to get their own money at their own make their own choices it's like being an individual or choosing to work hard for yourself is a crime because when it comes down to it and the government is supposed to help you they're like "Mm -mm, no yeah 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 i know you're having issues but call the line and when you call the line your fucking call gets dropped i'm over it right now y'all if 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 I were, I don't know, if I were slimmer, I'd be a stripper. Oh no, you know what? Damn, I couldn't even be a stripper because the strip clubs are closed. You see what I mean? Like everything is so messed up. Oh my God. But I mean, if I were slimmer before, I would be a stripper. And then I would have had the money saved up to get through this pandemic without needing this sorry ass government. And I'm not one that, like, I try to give the government the benefit of the doubt because I know there's some good people in there, you know, very few, a good handful. But locally, this Republican-based government ain't shit. And if they're not directly over something, they don't care. They might talk about it when it's election time, but they don't care day to day. So if you reach out to the governor or a senator for the state and you say hey y'all we're having issues for the unemployment they're not responding they're not even rallying for you they're not calling anybody they said oh well that dude over there is overdue y'all know the black guy that's overdue and he's always on their videos yeah they'd be like oh well he he's doing that you know so i don't even need to respond to this so they leave it in his hand i don't know if he just doesn't care Listen, listen, I'm about to get into my moment. Either they don't know, don't show, or just don't care about what's going on in South Carolina. Because listen, there are more than just me. There's more people than just me out here struggling and not getting not getting the benefits that they, they have worked for. And almost all of us self-employed people once had jobs and put into the unemployment that we aren't able to get out of to take anything out of you know what i mean i'm sure that our tax money has funded other bum ass people 
that don't even deserve the benefits. But it won't benefit us. Nothing I've paid into the government has benefited me yet. Maybe I'll be approved. Maybe one day. Well, I was already approved. First off, let me clarify. Maybe one day they'll actually send me a direct deposit. Can a bitch get a dime? Okay. Can't even get a mother flipping penny. You know, last <laughs> last podcast I said I was going to work on cursing. Listen, this has been so stressful. I got to postpone my cursing shit. You know what I mean? I'll work on that once I'm no longer stressed out. I just, I just can't y'all. It's been, it's been super hard. Um, to those of y'all that are self-employed and you're also going through the same thing, either in South Carolina or other States, I wish y'all well. My final message on this matter is just keep doing what you're doing. Keep being the good citizen you are because y'all know I'm not heavily religious because I believe religion is exploited by the leaders of religions you know the people the leaders of churches and all of that it's exploited but there is a higher being I do believe that there is a higher being there is a God there is someone looking out for us and I feel like if we keep doing good they will provide whether it be in the form of a job that includes a sign-on bonus or maybe it's in the form of something else, they will provide. So, off of that topic, I'm going to take a break. Y'all going to hear an ad, and we're going to come back and talk about Insecure. All right, y'all, we got the ad out of the way, so now we get to play. Welcome back to Mykonos Unfiltered. Listen, now it's time for us to get into the fun part, insecure time. Listen, I have so much to say about this episode, but actually not as much as last week. So I really want to dive into it, um, starting off with the fact that Molly got it. From Asian Bay. Oh my God. Andrew is fine, y'all. I love that she, you know, even though we all know the stereotype, the rumor for the stereotype, she still took a chance and gave him some and she looks pleasantly surprised, okay? Which, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there where you take a chance with someone, even though you're like, I don't really want to do them, but I'm going to do it because we're already here. And you're like, oh my God, yes. Can I keep you? Like, can you be mine? So now, of course, you know, she's definitely catching feelings. Um, I like that, uh, again, still very happy that Amanda Seals is still part of this project, even though it does look like her role has been taken down. But she wasn't really a main character anyway, more like a supporting character. So I don't think it's shady. I think they just tried as much as they can to make it realistic. Um, But I love that Molly is, you know, with Andrew enjoying his his presence he is fine he seems established i mean he's getting work calls and dealing with important issues i think in one scene we saw him in his own office so clearly he's established um doesn't i don't think he has any kids definitely has family issues though i think his um issue with opening up 
is definitely understandable. See, I see it from both sides because I'm a woman who overthinks. So I'm like, why isn't he opening up to me? Like, does he not think of me as anything more than just sex? Or, you know, like, what does he have lurking in his past? I definitely can relate to Molly wanting to know more about Bay, who's breaking her back, okay? Because she actually likes him. I can't tell if he likes her as much as she likes him. It seemed like it. Last season, closing out the season in season three, it seemed like he was into her and wanted her to take a chance on him so they could live happily ever after. But now we're seeing kind of a a guy that's not so sure. You know how Lawrence was with that girl the second season when Lawrence was um, dating the chick he met at the bank. And he was just smashing and leaving, you know what I mean? And at least Andrew's actually taking Molly out, but it's like, still, are you really that into me or not? Now, on to Issa. I like Issa and Condola still doing their thing because Issa needs Condola to make this whole black party happen. And Condola is just seemingly a wonderful spirit who just wants to help everyone. And even though... um. I've seen some comments about how she talks and stuff like that, which are ignorant comments. You, There's no way to sound black. There's a way to sound educated. There's a way to sound uneducated or ignorant. But that's not affiliated with any one race. As we all know, we've met people of different races that sound ignorant as shit. That is not just something associated with the black race. As much as people want to make you think that that's a thing, it's not. Um... But then, you know, we also know that every race has educated individuals. But for some reason, when we do it, and you know what's funny? While I've had other races comment on the way I talk, you know, in certain situations, you adapt to different situations when you're with your, when you're with your, your people and stuff. You might get a little lax on the verbiage, you know, you slang and da-da-da. But then when you get with, when you're in a professional setting, you might make sure that you enunciate not so that you can fit in with another race because there's no race to how educated you are. There's no set race for education. However, you adapt so that while you're doing business, everything you say is clear. No one has a reason to misinterpret what you're saying. That is why we adapt. Anyway, I've seen comments on how the girl talks like, oh, she's barely black, blah, 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 blah. That's so stupid. Condola is an educated black woman. Her character is meant to be proper. She's educated in making moves. Issa, y'all, y'all don't really focus, y'all don't dwell on how Issa talks because she still sounds, you know, like she got a little flavor or whatever, but it's like, it's not a requirement to, you know, talk in slang or have a certain how you know have a certain way that you talk for you to be classified as a certain race so let's stop there okay but I love that Issa and Condola are still being friends and it seems that while they still haven't revealed why Issa and Molly don't mess with each other it seems like they're trying to give us hints along the way I was so mad when it was another freaking flashback but I was like you know what? I'm going to enjoy this because I've waited a year and some for this. I'm going to enjoy it. So, um, I think it was two years actually. But, uh, yeah. So, Isla and Condola have a lot in common. First off, that little tidbit with Lawrence feeling away that they brought him up. 
It's just like a man. They will talk about you up and down, but the moment you mention their name to somebody else, they feel away. Listen, sir, if we have a, that that's his fault. Like old boy said, if we have like a common thing with you, like, oh, I used to date you and now she currently dates you and hey, we're friends and your name comes up, we're going to talk. Do right, be right, and you don't have to worry about any bad things being mentioned. See, the thing is, Lawrence ain't shit. Like, deep down, I feel like Lawrence might not be shit because he's been booed up since college with Issa. And now he's out here free and doing, well, he was free doing, you know, fuckboy shit. You know, out here sleeping with women, catching STDs, doing all this stuff. And... Now he's back in a relationship and he thinks that all the bad stuff that he did in the past is going to catch up with him. Like that's the, that's, that's the thoughts. Those are the thoughts of a guilty person. See, I don't care who discusses me. I don't care what comes up. You can do what you do. And if you bring it to me, I'm going to give you the truth. You might not want to know the truth, but I'm going to give it to you. So that, and that's because, you know, even though I may have done some bad in my past, I'm not the same person. So I don't feel that guilt. I don't care. I did it. Nobody got hurt from it. So I'm good. Now, Lawrence is acting like a little guilty punk. But whatever. But him going to see Issa without letting Condola know. First off, it wasn't that deep, bro. You didn't have to go see Issa. But him going to her and then not letting his current woman know, that's going to come back to bite him. Because there, listen, there is nothing worse than finding out information about your man from someone else. Okay, so he didn't tell her, and I'm sure it's going to accidentally come up because Issa is just clumsy physically, mentally, and I'm, I'm sure verbally. She's she's clumsy. She's going to bring it up accidentally. So that's going to bite him. Um, He should have told Connella, hey, I just want to go talk to Issa for a second. Or I, I talked to Issa and just told her not to bring me up. You know, it's no offense to you. I would just, you know, communicating about what you're doing is what keeps women on your side. It's when you don't tell us and someone else has to that we start tripping. You know, if you may have, even if you cheated, bro, if you cheated and you stepped out and you come to us, there is a good chance that if we love you, we might still forgive you. That's if you come to us before you're caught. Now, if you get caught, that means we heard it from somebody else. So not only are we dealing with betrayal, we're dealing with embarrassment. And a hurt ego is rarely forgiving anything, okay? So if, you know, my homegirl told me, oh, I saw someone selling such and such and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, girl, I saw your man with, with um, oh, girl, and you know how she gets down and you didn't tell me? Now my friends are telling me stuff and now I'm embarrassed because they know when you had control, remember, when you do something wrong, when you do anything, you have control over how things take place. I know life is uncontrollable, but certain things, certain aspects of situations, you have control over. You have control over your reaction, and you have a little bit of control over others' reaction because of how you present it to them. So he should have told Condola the moment he got back, he should be like, hey, I hollered at Issa. I just want to let you know so it doesn't come up and you feel funky. Because we're not going to feel funky about something we know. We stand by our man. We're like, yeah, no. He already told me about that girl. Try again. It could be some shady girl. Like, 
yeah, your man came by my house and da 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 da. I listen. I know the way I'm talking is real ignorant, but that's just how I hear shady people. Like they can't be intelligent, right? I just, I just feel like shady people can. They can, but you make them sound bad when you're imitating them. So this is how unintelligent, uneducated, sassy boots who wants to expose my man to me is gonna sound. She's gonna be like. Well, girl, your man was at my house and he was talking to me. You know, even though he was outside the house, it was perfectly a good, a perfectly good conversation. Nothing suspicious about it. She gonna make it sound bad. He was talking to me and da da da. Issa's not gonna do this because you know she's a different person. But I'm just giving an example for what I'm you know talking about. If you hear uneducated, rude, nasty little sassy boots coming up to you like that. And then you, did I tell you what I heard? And then you try to be honest with me? Nah, nah. Because she said you was at her house. Uh-uh. No. But if little sassy boots comes up and, girl, your man was at my place. And nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, oh, girl, he told me. Yeah, he told me he came and talked to you about his name in your mouth. He said he told you to keep his name out of his mouth. Out of your mouth. So, yeah, girl. Yeah, oh, me and my man. Oh, we share everything, honey. We do. We talk about everything, honey. You know what I mean? Like, when you have that knowledge, and this goes back to a, a podcast I did a few chapters ago when I was like, you know, when you build a foundation on truth, there's nothing that can tear it down. When you build a house, your house is your relationship. You build that using bricks of truth, lies, and uh, exaggerations cannot destroy it. But if you build a relationship, your, you know, your house relationship on lies using light bricks, the truth make lies disappear. You see what I'm saying? So if someone comes by with the truth after you done told your woman or your man, because women cheat too, or your man, a bunch of lies, well, that crumbles your foundation and your house falls apart. What you do is you build everything on truth so nothing can ever be revealed about you that you haven't already revealed about yourself. And it hurts less when someone else is bringing it to us. So, yeah, that's going to bite Lawrence in the ass. I do believe that. Um, Moving on. I'm glad Kelly, Kelly was there. She's always a nice little comedic, you know, person. I like to see her little jokes. I feel like she freestyles a lot of those lines. I hope she does because she's freaking funny. Um, Amanda Seal still being her. I like that her man was in this episode. He's still fine too. Um, and I like how educated he is. Um, a little guy, Lawrence's bestie. I forget his name, but he's swole now. Like he's trying to build himself up. I like how they touch on carbs. I think that speaks to the the trending diets, you know, low carb, this, that, and the third. But it actually shows how Buffy is getting, but how dramatic he is with what he eats. I like that. It's a nice little distraction from the main storyline. Um, they're still searching for Latoya, and I like that they had the um, you know, the white woman in the news clip saying Toyota. It does speak to, even though it's it's a little bit comedic it's funny but um it still speaks to how when something happens with us and when I say us I'm referring to black people that's how we refer to it don't be offended just because you're not included but when something happens to us sometimes it's not treated as seriously like you can't even say my daughter's name right and she's missing 
and she was like Toyota. Um, but I want to see how that turns out too. I, I like that little news thing. Search for Latoya, so so such and such. Um, I think it's Latoya Thompson. Um, I want to see how that is. But then Lauren says, "Man, they never find us," and we all are like we have that moment. Like when someone goes missing, we're just like, "Man, they never care about us. They never find us." So I like that. I like the relatable topics. Um. So let's see here. Oh, Issa still screwing airport bay, but she dropped some more of his information. So dude got two kids and one on the way. Ew, he's a fuck boy. I wasn't even tripping over his little job or whatever. Cause you know, it's his job. He ain't got to take care of me. Not why we not serious, but ew, you got two babies and a third on the way. Now everyone's like, oh, I don't like baby mama drama. Here's my thought process on it. It ain't even about the baby mama drama for me it's about ew you stuck your penis raw in at least one other female over and over or if he has multiple baby mamas then he stuck it in several different females over and over ew and you keep making the mistake yuck and then listen the funniest part of the show when the condom was in isa and he's like where's the condom out it's not on me, it's not on me anymore and like she goes to the bathroom and it's there i mean that was hilarious i mean she got that grippy or whatever but no that was hilarious uh definitely been there and since i don't want kids i'm always like no no get that get that get that little nasty thing away from me but um you know men are so fertile men are so fertile especially the men that like well he doesn't clearly he doesn't eat right because he's big or didn't eat right at some point i don't know but a lot of men, like, if they're not messing up their bodies with, like, BS, they're so fertile. They're so fertile. Like, the fear that you have when the condom is not on him anymore is like, oh, first off, did he even put one on? Did it come out? Did he, like, take his thingy out one time and the condom fell off? Or is it in me? And if it's in me, is it broken? Oh, God. I, listen. <laughs> I know her feeling. That's why you got to be careful out here, girl. Like, clearly, he fertile. AF. He's fertile. So, I think even though we as women shouldn't bear the sole responsibility for, you know, um, birth control and condoms and stuff like that we do need to take more responsibility these men ain't worried about anything once their light is turned on and they trying to get some they ain't worried about nothing half of them will stick the head in raw if you let them that's why you have to take control i tell you know my homegirl that all the time you got to take control you got to make him put that condom on you have to have your own condoms it don't matter if y'all accidentally screwed raw once that don't mean he clean just because and, and then with women we barely see symptoms if if we catch something we don't you can read about it men their their penis is gonna burn they're gonna get a drip they're gonna know something but we have so much going on in our vagina that we may not notice now i feel like i would notice because i'm always analyzing my vagina and just because i don't know i'm an overthinker but a lot of us won't notice um, you won't be able to tell the difference between a discharge because you're a woman and you're you're going through your different hormonal changes throughout the month or discharge because you done got burnt. You done got burnt. You know what I'm saying? So we need to take charge of the condom situation. If we act first, 
they won't get a chance to screw it up second. Okay, that's it. So I love that part of the show. <laughs> that was hilarious because I can relate. Um, Overall, the show, the episode didn't really, it wasn't really that boom. Like the first episode was boom. I loved everything going on, but this episode isn't really boom. It's kind of like, mm, okay, I see what you're doing. So hopefully the next episode is more boom, like in your face and... Um, they may be setting us up for something good, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it either way. I still think that these episodes, shows, episodes should be one hour, but I'll take what I can get, girl. We've been waiting two years on this, so whatever. Um, and there was no music that jumped out at me this week. I really, and I'm not saying the music was bad. It just wasn't noticeable. It wasn't like, ooh, you know what I mean? Last week, there were several songs that were like, ooh, yes, I, I want to pick them all, but I can't pick them all. But this time, it was kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. So hopefully next episode has some music that I could be like, y'all got to check this out because I love discovering new music. Like, music is so therapeutic for me. I know some of y'all can relate. Like, it don't matter what race you are. We are all connected by our blood and our music, okay? I love a good, I love a good, uh, good song. But, um, anywho. So, I look forward to seeing what next week brings. There weren't any noticeable, not noticeable, notable people that I saw guest starring this time. You know, not any that jumped out at you. Um, so I look forward to seeing if any of our, if anybody comes on here that's gonna make us go, <gasps> You know, like, oh, oh my God, it's so sad. Oh my God, look, I've seen them since the show. You know what I mean? So overall, this episode was just okay. It was, uh, it was okay. You know, not okay, but it was okay. I see what you're doing. Just get it there. I still want to know why Molly and Issa don't mess up. And if they make us wait eight episodes to find out why they don't mess with each other, I want to be mad because... It shouldn't drag out there that long. There are different issues that would make the show more interesting um, that can come up. Like, we need to know by next episode. And it might just be my nosiness that wants to know, but I want to know. And where is Fine Behind Nathan? That's what I need to know. Nathan's so fine. Whew, he's so fine. We see Lawrence. Oh, I would love to see Daniel. Oh, God, I would love to see Daniel. He's so fine. Listen... I'm so single right now. Since <laughs> since this virus started, I haven't even been dating. So, like, well, not since it started, but since it's been all crazy, I haven't even been dating. So, I'm just, like, looking at these shows, seeing these men, like, mm! I'm sure I'm not alone here. So, anyway, y'all, it's been real, you know. I'm glad we talked about Insecure. I'm glad I touched on the unemployment situation. Um, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed because I'm a hard worker. Any, anybody that knows me knows I go hard, period. I go hard over friends. I go hard over family and I go hard over my money. That's what they do know about me. Okay. With my money, I'm not acting funny. I'm always trying to get it. So I'm going to keep it cute. I'm going to keep it legal. I'm going to keep being a good citizen. Um, and hopefully, you know, the unemployment comes through if it doesn't i'm gonna be sol temporarily but i won't be out forever i'm just being real
Yo, did you like this podcast? All right, cool, cool, cool. Look, this is what I need you to do. I just need you to share this. Like, share this episode. Share the whole podcast. Go ahead. Listen, listen. Don't be selfish. Go ahead. Share the podcast. And watch everybody else enjoy it, too. Hey, remember, if you want to communicate with me, you want to tell me you like something or you hated something or you have an opinion about something, whatever you want to do, message me via email at MikaKnowsUnfiltered at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at MikaKnowsUnfiltered or at CuteFatDope or you can hit me up on Snapchat at MikaKnowsUnfiltered. Also, you can hit me up on Facebook on my Facebook page for the podcast, Mika Knows Unfiltered, or Mika Knows for my regular profile. Um, if you hit me up on there, anything you share with me, I might just share with everybody else. So know that. Also, we're not doing no money. You're not getting paid for any of this, if it, even if I post it. So don't even go looking for it. Shorty, don't slide in my messages talking about, can I get some dollars? Can I get some change? You can't get it. Okay? Anyway, hit me up. <laughs>